0: Welcome to the Hope Restored Podcast, a place where survivors of domestic violence abuse can find hope, healing, and freedom. Welcome back to the Hope Restored Podcast, everyone. I can't believe that we're still amidst the coronavirus. I hope you're all doing well um praying that your loved ones are safe and healthy and that you're healthy as well. I've been, you know, working from home this whole time with the kiddos and it it's actually really a blessing to me. So I'm I'm choosing to look at the positives of everything that's going on and how everything's going to work out in the end I think is going to be pretty positive. So I know that there are some people, especially people that I personally know, that lost their loved ones through this. And um, definitely not an easy thing to experience um, and have to suffer through. So um, my thoughts and prayers go out to all of you that may have lost loved ones. It's definitely a serious thing. And um, although we may have our own opinions about this, It's still happening to people that we know and and in the world, people are dying and it's just so sad to hear. Thoughts and prayers go out to all of you amongst that. Speaking of loss, today's topic is going to be about grieving and rage. Part of the healing process does include moments where we're going to be feeling grief and rage. That's what we're going to talk about today. Many of us don't realize it, but the emotional and physical pain of abuse is so painful that we can go into survival mode and actually learn how to stuff so much that we become numb to our feelings. After this kind of abuse, we'll be left with the process of learning how to feel again. I've personally worked with survivors of abuse and have seen this firsthand. There's a part of us that wants to pull up our bootstraps and say, yeah, I got this. I'm good. But I can see so much emotion being masked with rage in moments like that. This can even happen while you're still in the abusive relationship. For example, you've just been beaten. You're left there like some kind of animal. You're not in a safe place to process all that just happened to you, so what do you do? You just get up, wipe your tears, and move on like it never happened. I remember talking to a couple girlfriends and one of them sharing a specific incident that happened to them. She shared the details and facts about the event, but she didn't go into any of the feelings that she felt during or after what happened. Gosh, I can remember a time when I was telling a friend of mine about when my abuser slapped me so hard on my bare stomach that all of our neighbors outside could hear it. My friend then asked me what happened after and how I felt. And I literally couldn't even remember. I started to process this years later after this whole thing happened. And I realized that my abuser would always immediately apologize right after beating me with an excuse attached to it, of course. He would always say, I'm sorry, I need help. I never had a father growing up to teach me how to treat a woman. It was like he was telling me, this is the way I am and I can't help it, so you just have to forgive me. So that would leave me no time to process my feelings after I just got beaten and I'd forgive him right away and take him back. It's almost like it was part of his plan to keep me from leaving. For me in my journey, I've had to deal with anger and rage, which was coming from the injustice that I saw in my case. I never saw my abuser pay for what he did. There was no justice for me. And he just went on with his life as if what he did was okay. It just got swept under the rug. just just swept under the rug and that made me feel so angry for many years even today I mean people want justice when there's injustice you hear about what's going on in the world right now when you look at George Floyd and you see what's happened what's happened there and the injustice of that people want justice when you've been abused you want justice for what happened to you it's not right I've heard it said anger turned inward will turn into depression so how do you properly express anger especially when you don't have control over getting justice for something the important thing is that we express it in a way that's not self-destructive so funny story a friend of mine who was in a therapy session told me a story of a particular group session he was in there were multiple people in the room and different emojis were taped to um, a wall on the other side of the room. They were all asked to walk over to the emoji that they were feeling that day or in that moment. Not one of them walked over to the angry emoji. The therapist told them later on that no one ever walks over to the angry emoji because people like to avoid their anger and they don't usually wanna deal with it. But then she pulls out a bat and a wooden box and asks each person to take turns hitting the box with this bat. Every single person in that room ended up hitting that box multiple times. It was like there was anger built up inside of them that they didn't even know was there. They were just stuffing it. So, what are some healthy ways that we can express anger and get it out of our system instead of stuffing it? Or how do we even know we have anger stuffed inside of us? Well, if you're practicing these things, these next couple of things I'm gonna give you, then you'll be able to get, get it out even if you don't know it's there. For one, working out. Working out is a great way to express anger. And it can be in several different ways. It doesn't have to be one particular workout. It could be weight training, running, yoga, surfing, boxing, you name it. Those are all physical expressions to get stuff out. There's something that happens when you start working out. It's like there's a, there must be some kind of chemical response in your body to the emotions that are stuffed somewhere in your body. I've actually started doing acupuncture and there's so many cool things I've learned about it that are in your body. And a lot of the health issues that we have typically come from stress or emotions that we're stuffing somewhere in our bodies and then and then it tends to then attack one of our organs that's how serious it is for us to really look inward to what we're feeling and how we can express it in a healthy way get it out so another way to express our anger is through journaling i've mentioned journaling a lot i'm telling you it really works But when you journal, I highly recommend that you don't just stick to writing negative things. Make sure you end it on a positive note. If you're feeling angry about something from the past and you need to write it down, make sure you end it on on a positive and turn back to the truth so that you are retraining your mind to think positively, to look at the positive and look at the good and not just the bad. Another great way of expressing anger, especially from injustice, is writing a letter or email to the person who hurt you. And you don't actually have to send it to them. You could just keep it in your drafts or write it out and then delete it or write a letter and then tear it up and throw it away. But if you are comfortable sending it to the person, then send it. Why not? Another way to express your anger and not everyone can do this. You, you know, If you can afford it, you should see a therapist. You should see a professional therapist. I experienced so much healing through therapy. Find someone that specializes in abuse and trauma. It's worth the money, trust me. Okay, so my final advice for expressing your anger might sound like a silly one, but it actually works. It's screaming in a pillow. <laughs> So believe it or not, it actually works. A couple of weeks ago, I was thinking about what someone did to me without even realizing I was thinking about it. Within a few hours, I started to realize something was off in me. I was agitated, not joyful, I was just down. And I didn't know why. I couldn't like figure out what I was thinking about earlier. So I took a moment to walk away from what I was doing, went into my room, and screamed in my pillow twice. The crazy thing is, before I even finished screaming, I began to cry profusely. I didn't leave my room until I was done crying. I was hurt and I needed to get it out. And so as you can see, the anger was actually masking some hurt that was underlying there. And then after that, after I screamed in my pillow, cried it out, I was able to go on with my day and feel joy again. I was even able to laugh about what happened. We have to allow ourselves to acknowledge the grief and anger if we want to feel joy. When you think of grief, you typically think of loss. So think about that for a moment. Has anyone ever asked you after you were abused, what did you lose? Think about it. I was recently asked this question and I've never been asked that before. I had to actually take a moment and think. I lost my identity. I didn't know who I was anymore, or if I even had a purpose in life. I lost my dignity. I was treated like an object. I lost years of my life. I could have had a better life. I look back and and I think, man, those years were wasted. Felt like they were. I lost my self-worth. I was treated like less than human so what is grief grief um, if we look at it defined it is an acute pain that accompanies loss because it is a reflection of what we love it can feel all-encompassing but grief is not limited to the loss of people everyone dealing with grief may experience different stages of it some of the common stages of grief are denial anger bargaining, and depression, all of which are normal. But the last stage is acceptance. And this is where we can encounter inner healing and joy. Joy is where we want to get to, because what we lost most from abuse was the joy of life. But don't worry, girl. You can get back there again. And you will. Don't stuff your feelings. Don't pretend like you're okay. It's okay to not be okay. It's okay to see a therapist. It's okay to cry. You'll get through this. And when you do, you will be joyful again. Maybe even like you've never been before. The deepest pains may linger through the night, but joy greets the soul with the smile of morning. Psalm chapter 40 verse 5 hey quick announcement if you've been following the instagram or facebook page i'm sure you've noticed that we started posting uh, about some nail art we've partnered with a company called color street and we're providing you with discounted nail art it's the base coat color coat and top coat all in one beautiful styles amazing styles and at the comfort of your own home a lot of nail salons are closed these days um, and it's also a much more affordable product i've used it myself and absolutely love it and it lasts just as long as going to the salon Um, very beautiful and lots of different choices so check it out on the instagram or facebook page the link should be in the bio Um, But here it is, it's colorstreet.com slash Juliana da Cruz, which is J-U-L-I-A-N-A-D-A-C-R-U-Z. So check it out.